And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Alpharetta Tech Talk. I'm John Ray, and we are coming to you from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank in Alpharetta. Folks, you're connected today more than ever. Whether it's your friends, your family, or your life, Renaissance understands how you bank, offering the mobile banking services that you need. Yet Renaissance also knows that sometimes you need to speak to some real people with real answers, and that's why they have more than 190 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. We happen to be in one in beautiful Alpharetta. For more information, go to renaissancebank.com, Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now we turn to an old friend, Karen Cashin. She is the CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Karen, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me, John. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So for those that don't know you, tell them a little bit about you and Tech Alpharetta. Sure, sure. Um, I am a uh, lawyer by trade, uh, practiced for 20 years before taking on the role of CEO with Tech Alpharetta full-time. Um, started out as a commercial litigator and uh, ended up doing software licensing. Um, before I left to take on this position. but So I've been in technology for several decades. You're too nice to be a commercial litigator. <laughs> well, thank you. And I did it in New York City, believe it or oh not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's another. We're gonna have, we'll, we may have to do a new show on that one. But uh, anyway. Yeah. So uh, you you were an attorney and, and, and um, uh, got over into technology. Yes. At, at a certain point. I well, did. T- talk about that change yeah. what, what what prompted that change you know i had i had been a, uh, a law firm partner for a number of years and i had a client that uh was helping to lead a dot com back in the day who recruited me to come join the dot com and uh after a very short time there i realized that i was completely hooked on working in the technology sector right um just the the innovation and creativity that i saw was really inspiring awesome so um so you did some work with technology companies in private practice, but then you had a migration that ultimately ended where you are now at Tech, Tech Alpharetta. I did. How did that happen? Well, um, I, I was practicing law and had moved from Atlanta to Alpharetta and was had heard there were quite a few tech companies here. So I was looking for a local technology organization to join. I couldn't find one. And like any good entrepreneur, I said, well, there's a gap. Let me mm-hmm. create one. So I, I started a nonprofit called the Greater Alpharetta Tech Network back in 2013 sure. to bring uh, tech thought leadership events here to Alpharetta for all the technology executives that work and live out here. And um, that was sort of my volunteer nights and weekends side hustle, if you will, while I was still practicing law and um, really enjoyed building the organization, uh, building a business and uh, doing something that could have a positive impact for the community. So um, I, I got involved with this organization, which at the time was called the Alpharetta Technology Commission, sat on the board, and um, ultimately was uh, offered the opportunity to take on the position of CEO in a full-time role for, for Tech Alpharetta. So um, I made the jump. And you went through a, a, a rebranding from Alpharetta Technology Commission to Tech Alpharetta. Um, talk a little bit about that. We did. We yep. did. And that was very shortly after I came on board. It was still the Alpharetta Technology Commission. And um, at that point, we were no longer just a strategic advisory board as we had started out, but we had added the incubator to the organization. And we and Alpharetta had grown a lot. We'd grown a lot as an organization. And, and we felt we, meaning the board, 
and I felt that it was important to rebrand to a name that would uh, better evoke what the organization was doing. And so we uh, did put our heads together and uh, held a lot of creative brainstorming sessions as a board and came up with the Tech Alpharetta name as, as the one that we thought could, could really best encompass what we were trying to accomplish. Sure, sure. Now, one of the things that uh, you know, I think is interesting about Alpharetta and technology in Alpharetta is that, um, that, is that Tech Alpharetta is an effort to encourage a lot of activity that really was already here, right? I mean, that, that, I mean, you go to some places, we won't name any of them, but you go to some places and they have a great marketing campaign about who they claim to be, but you start digging a little bit deeper and there, there's really maybe not a lot there. But in Alpharetta, when Tech Alpharetta was formed, there were already hundreds of technology companies here, correct? That's right. Right. That's right. So, so Tech Alpharetta serves to really uh, serve a particular niche that needed needed a, a place to go, right? Startups and um, uh, and draw on the strengths that were already here to build that build that little place, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was really um, the recognition by city leadership that technology was the primary industry already here in Alpharetta. There were hundreds of tech companies right? and um, that it was important to hear from the tech community, number one, yep. uh, hear from the leaders of the tech community about um, what the city needed to do to continue to grow as a place where technology companies would like to come and grow their own businesses and to retain the ones that were here. And so... Uh, that that's really that was really the impetus for the for starting the whole thing. But yes, the tech companies were already here, um, and uh, the organization has grown from there. Our mission, of course, being to grow technology and innovation in the city of Alpharetta. So we want to retain who's here, grow further, and um, help to make sure we have the infrastructure in place to do that. And part of what um, I th- the idea is, I think, and this is a question, is is that. Um, it really helps the bigger companies to have sources of innovation, innovation that come from startups. And so the more that you're able to develop the startup community, the better. And that's what Tech Alpharetta does. Yeah, that's that's one of the uh, important, really, items of, of our agenda as an organization. You know, we host, after I joined the organization, we merged my nonprofit into the Alpharetta Technology Commission, and then we rebranded to Tech Alpharetta. So at that point, the organization really had the um, three strategic pillars, if you will, which was the strategic board to provide advice and guidance and recommendations and the incubator to help grow the innovation. And then the tech thought leadership and educational events here in Alpharetta, um, because it's, it's just getting too difficult for, for all of us to drive downtown for early morning and after hours, uh, technology programming in Atlanta. So we really needed to develop that parallel programming out here. So let's get into that. Talk about the programming that you have what your aim, what what your aims are for that programming, and and maybe give us some examples. Sure, sure. So from the community standpoint, we host anywhere between sixteen and twenty events here in the city of Alpharetta per year, and they are tech thought leadership um, and educational events. Primarily, we do two networking events per year as well. And what makes us unique is that those events are uh, solely for technology executives and tech professionals. 
Um, they don't have to be Alpharetta-based. It could be anywhere out here along the, the North Fulton, South Forsyth Corridor, sure. and we get people coming out from Atlanta as well. But, um, but we host those events. Uh, we bring in tech thought leaders to talk about issues that are relevant, whether that's AI, blockchain, um, digital transformation. Um, we try and keep it extremely, extremely relevant and bring in people that can provide takeaways for the executives that attend. Um, women in technology, let's talk a little bit about that because that's an, that's a particular, um, uh, area that's, that you've, you've put some work into in terms of, of trying to encourage, uh, women in technology. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you asked about that. Um, in 2019, one of our new initiatives as an organization was to establish the Tech Alpharetta Women's Forum and launch that. So we are now growing our charter membership of that Tech Alfreda Women's Forum, which is senior um, women in technology positions in STEAM careers here in the Alpharetta area. We've got a great group. It continues to grow. Um, We had uh, four events last year where we brought in female tech leaders to speak to the group. They were very well received, and we're continuing full steam ahead on that. We're also um, hosting an investment firm um, next week, as a matter of fact, that's going to be talking about how to um, invest in women-led startups. And that's an um, initiative that's needed. I mean, it's needed across the board, right? Because we, th- there are a lot of studies about uh, women-backed uh, startups not getting as much capital and not not maybe um, – uh, having disadvantages when it comes to the pitch process. Um, and maybe there's some areas of the country that are a little more sexist than others. Um, maybe a real big one in California we could talk about, but the point, the point of all of that is, is that, um, that's, that's an important initiative. It is an important initiative. Anytime you have an underrepresented group that's not um, getting as much funding as they need to help scale their startups, it's important, I believe, to put a spotlight on that group and and come up with ways and, uh, and opportunities to make it easier for them to succeed in a challenging startup environment. And I think that it, it's great that we've seen uh, a lot of this community and um, a lot of different organizations starting to focus that spotlight on women-led uh, startups as well as minority-led startups. Right, right, for sure. Um Folks, if you just joined us, we're speaking with Karen Cashin, and she's the CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Um, Karen, talk a little bit about how you see the technology uh, sector in general in this area, and you know what what I guess what are the some of the particular strong suits that you see because things go up, things go down over time, or or maybe maybe not down as much as just slow down a little bit, but talk a little bit about what you're seeing, you know, within this big banner of technology. Absolutely. Um, and, and technology is, is really booming. We're fortunate as a state and as a region, and especially out here in Alpharetta, mm-hmm. um, to have the, the bandwidth that we do and the number of technology companies that we do. We have over 700 here in the city of Alpharetta alone, which is really quite staggering when you think about the fact that the city of Alpharetta is, you know, 25 plus mi- square miles in radius. To have right. that concentration of technology companies is really phenomenal. Um, what we see out here 
um, is not unlike what you see in the entire metro Atlanta region as a whole. There's a, a significant concentration of fintech companies, of healthcare IT companies, uh, and cybersecurity companies. We and we see that spilling over into our incubator as well. Those are those are three industry verticals that are are generally represented at any time by the start some of the startups in our incubator. And uh, you know, uh, fintech, healthcare, IT, cybersecurity. I think we can probably set cybersecurity to the side because we know, given what's going on in that area, that's probably a particular sector that's going to have a lot of growth right. for the foreseeable future Absolutely. Uh, uh, for certain, but uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but talk about maybe fintech and healthcare IT in terms of some of the specifics that are going on here and what what the outlook for those particular sectors in Alpharetta are. Well, fintech is is booming out here. Um, as you know, this entire metro area is really a transaction alley when it comes to payments processing. Um, and a lot of that is happening right here in Alpharetta. We have a number of large payment processing companies here and a lot of uh, smaller to mid-market size companies as well in the arena. And there's a lot of room for uh, continued innovation in that regard. And so we just see it on an ongoing basis. I'm, I feel like I'm constantly learning of, of more new fintech companies that I didn't know or hadn't realized in the past were in this area as well. And as I said, we, we always have uh, fintech startups in our incubator devising new technologies that are specifically focused on that fintech sector. Mm-hmm. And healthcare IT. Any, um, any thoughts on the healthcare IT? You know, we've got a, a great healthcare infrastructure out here uh, in Alpharetta, as, as, as the metro region does as a whole. And I think that there's a tremendous concentration of uh, skilled talent in that arena out here. And as a result, you have companies like Jackson Healthcare and you have the hospitals out here. And uh, I think that that forms a nice foundation for the not only the the startup innovators, but also the mid-market companies to come in here and, and build on what's here and provide additional product offerings in the technology sector. Now, talk a little bit, uh, Karen, about the profile of what startups look like in Alpharetta. Um, I think there's a perception that maybe the founders are older uh, than what folks are used to seeing in Midtown Atlanta or uh, Silicon Valley or what have you. That's right. That's right. And I think that that makes our incubator fairly unique. Um, our, our Tech Alpharetta Innovation Center is our incubator right around the corner on Webridge Road. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense that we're, we're, uh, we're a city, but we're also a suburb. And as a result of that, you know, you look at the demographic that's out here in Alpharetta, you do have a lot of uh, families with, you know, children and mortgages. And at a certain stage of their life, you see less of the rate out of college demographic here than you do in in more concentrated urban areas like Atlanta. And as a result, um, you see that same trend in our innovation center. And people are often surprised when they come in because I think they are expecting uh, to see a lot of 20-something startup founders, which we generally don't have. Um, We have people we call we call them really uh seasoned executive entrepreneurs we have people that may be on their second or third um career at this point they've worked in big corporate typically one to three decades they've seen a technology gap and they said okay now's the time i'm, I'm going to build this thing and so yeah we do we do skew older and um we you know we look a lot like the community that we're in so it's it's a it's an older crowd um with more experience and that 
not that young folks don't have any wisdom because they've got a lot of wisdom, but a different kind of wisdom. Um, but that, that crowd has a lot of value to offer each other. And that's part of the whole idea of an incubator, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so anytime you have people that, that have some tremendous corporate experience starting a startup, I think that puts them ahead of the game because they've been out there in the business world and uh, they've learned a few things about how to run a business. Even if they haven't actually run one themselves, they've been in that environment and sure. they've seen the type of initiatives and strategies that work and that don't work. And the reason they come to our incubator um, I would say really it's it's twofold. It's not just workspace. You can find work, working space around town. Um, but they, they live out here and they're looking for a community, a, a community of like-minded innovators that they can talk to and uh, brainstorm with and strategize with, perhaps partner with. Ultimately, we've seen quite a bit of that at our incubator as well. So they're looking for that community, and they, that's what they find in the incubator. That's one of the primary reasons, I think, that they come to us. And they, the other being um, that we provide the resources and programs and connections that can help them scale their businesses and do it uh, in a faster manner than if they were on their own, perhaps in, in their own home, in, their, in the basement office. Um, you know, we provide opportunities to meet investors that we bring out to the incubator. We provide ongoing programming um, and I'm trying to remember off the top of my head the number of programs that we held um, at the center last year, and it was um, well over 100. Mm-hmm. Um, we have meetups on site. We have lunch and learn educational programs. We have business resources to connect them to so that when they say, hey, do you know somebody, a lawyer that can draft a term sheet for me? Or do you know um, a CPA that can help with a uh, research and development tax credit question I have? We can steer them in the right directions and connect them. To all of those resources. Sure, sure. Um, you mentioned investors. Let's talk about funding and what that looks like now, because that's that's been a, a topic of conversation around not just Alpharetta, but the Atlanta market generally for a number of years now, the need for funding of the uh, technology community. Sure. The, the good news is we're seeing that funding, that investor community grow in the entire metro area, which is only a good thing for, for startups throughout the state. And we're also seeing a lot more interest and in some cases a presence of out-of-state investment firms that five or 10 years ago wouldn't have thought twice or looked twice at this metro region. So I think it, my sense is it's getting better. It's getting easier than it was five or 10 years ago, but it's still difficult. Funding is always the biggest challenge for any startup to land funding. We always say, you know, if you can bootstrap it and just build the company without looking for funding, that's your ideal scenario. But, but of course, not everybody is able to do that. Um, and certain types of startups, of course, require a great deal more funding, such as the medical device arena. Those startups are going to require a tremendous amount of funding for the long runway that they have to get regulatory approval and actually launch a medical device. So sometimes it's unavoidable. You have to look for the funding. And um, we have worked very hard to grow a, a tremendous network with the investor community in the metro area. And we bring, you know, anywhere from a, a dozen to, to 20 or more investors out per year to our incubator and make introductions. And even when they're not there in person, we're constantly um, making curated introductions when our startups reach a certain point at which it makes sense to connect them with an investor. So we do what we can. And um, for an incubator that opened in 2015, 
I, I'm very proud of the fact that to date, our startups and startup graduates together have raised more than $50 million in investor funding. That's awesome. You know, um, investors and, and uh, funders like to think that they're all about the numbers and they know numbers and right. They can't be told anything about numbers, but um, I'm curious what, how, how much you think the, I guess the, the, the fact that the city of Alpharetta branded itself technology capital, of the South, I think I got that technology right. Technology city of the South. City yes. of the South. Thank yes. you. And, uh, and then the formation of tech Alpharetta, how much of that had to do with attracting funding? Because when you put that, that, uh, light, uh, shine that light on what's already going on here, uh, that's got to get folks attention, right? And investors are always looking for places with where other investors aren't. Right. 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 And while that wasn't maybe the primary purpose sure. of that tagline, that that's certainly one of the benefits. Any anything that we can do to help brand the city as a tech city and raise awareness of of the sheer vastness of the technology community and uh, innovation that's happening here, anything that we can do from a tagline to other branding methods is definitely going to help catch attention of investors. So uh, it's definitely a win win for sure. Okay, now uh, I want you to. I know you've got more than one story about this, but pick one <laughs> and talk about uh, companies that you've seen that have moved from Silicon Valley. You don't have to mention a name, but just have moved from Silicon Valley to, to the Alpharetta area because of the the advantages that they've seen here in terms of cost or any number of things that, that, that compelled that move. Yes, and I'm glad you asked that, John, because there's some great stats around that. Why why should a company, especially a startup, consider relocating from Silicon Valley and um, you know, with all the buzz that, that goes with that, sure. why should they consider relocating to Alpharetta? Well, their funding is going to last eighteen to twenty four months longer because of the cost of living difference between living in the Silicon Valley area and living in Alpharetta. So their funding will last longer. Their overall costs are going to be less to, to run and build that company than they would be back in Silicon Valley. And in Alpharetta, we're a small enough business community that we can personally work with them and help them introduce them to people, make connections for them. That's something I think that uh, you'd probably see a lot less of um, in a place like Silicon Valley or some of the, uh, some of the more densely populated tech hubs. And I mean, we gloss over this, uh, you know, and don't really think about the impact of that eight extra 18 to 24 months. But for those that don't particularly understand what that means, I mean, that's the difference between life and death for some startups, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's a year and a half to two years of extra life. That's right. And that's, and that's critical in a startup's life cycle because you're really going to make it or break it in those first two to three years. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got that extra bandwidth of 18 to 24 months of funding before you, you're going to run out, that's, that's really compelling. That's awesome. Um, Again, folks, if you just joined us, we're speaking with Karen Cashin and she's the CEO of tech Alpharetta. Okay. Graduates, you've got some proud graduates you want to 
uh, talk about, right? We do. You've got we, several, so we do. let's we, shout them out. Yes, and we, <laughs> we love talking about our graduates. We have 11 startup graduates of our center. Now, what does that mean to graduate our center? As an incubator, we're not an accelerator program, so our, our, our incubating startups aren't there just for you know three-month or six-month program and out the door. They can come and stay as long as they need to to grow their companies. But when they get to the point, and it's typically when they've uh, developed customer revenue, a significant customer revenue, or they've landed some investor funding, um, that takes them to the point where they can start to afford to scale up and hire more employees and, and seriously grow the business. Sure. At that point, they just organically outgrow our incubator, our largest office. I think the most... Uh, most employees that anyone has squeezed into that office may have been 10 right before they left. And it was pretty tight. Wow. Um, really six to eight is, is better in that particular office. So, so when they start to scale or, you know, develop the plan, okay, we're going to go out and hire 10, 10 development engineers. Um, they have to go out into the community. And at that point we graduate them. We have a ceremony and provider certificate and um, a, now the city has also uh, started recognizing them as well. So, for example, at Tuesday night's Alpharetta City Council meeting, our two 2019 graduate companies were invited there to be recognized by the mayor and city council and handed a, a certificate. And the economic development manager, uh, Matthew Thomas, you know, mm-hmm. was there as well to recognize sure. them, which is which was a real honor for them yeah. as well. So, so the graduation is a big deal. And um, when they graduate, actually, even before they graduate, we hope to steer them to continuing to grow their companies in the city of Alpharetta um, and to continue to help grow jobs and the economy here. And uh, our, our two graduates from 2019, for example, are both headquartered now in the city of Alpharetta growing their companies. So we're, we're really excited about them. And our, our graduates to date have ranged across really all industry verticals. We've had uh, biotech, we've had identity management software, we've had facility and space management software, data cataloging, um, who am I forgetting? Ag tech. I mean, it's mm. been a, a real diversity of of verticals. Sure, um, but they're doing phenomenally well. So, assuming this is not self evident by now, uh, after uh, thirty minutes of this conversation, um, for the layperson, you know, not not the person that's involved in this, uh, whether it's from the city or from technology industry, talk about the value of Tech Alpharetta to the city of Alpharetta and what, what it really does for the typical person that lives or works here. Yes, yes. That may not even be in technology, right? Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, because the city is the the, org- the entity that created Tech Alpharetta mm-hmm. and intentionally rolled us off as a nonprofit. We have a great partnership with them today. Um, and the value really is uh, there. There's a couple of different points I'd like to make actually on on the value proposition. The value proposition for the city is tech economic development. As as we grow and graduate startups and they stay here in the city and and triple and quadruple inside, we're growing jobs in Alpharetta and that helps to grow the tech economy here. Um, so so that's a great great ROI and the city's been a phenomenal supporter and um, we use a city owned building for our incubator, for example, and the city's our largest sponsor. And um, so it's a wonderful partnership. So um, in turn, we try to help grow that, that tech economy here in the city for the, for the average resident. Again, uh, the benefits would be that we're helping to grow more jobs Mm -hmm. in the, in the city of Alpharetta. We are helping to continue to grow the tech ecosystem here before we had tech events here, there, uh, we had hundreds of tech companies, but nobody was talking. Nobody was connecting or communicating. Now we actually have 
a thriving tech ecosystem with people, you know, so we had 70 people at an event come out to an event last week, as a matter of fact. Um, so we've got a, a real critical mass in terms of level of activity that's happening in this ecosystem, connections between companies. And the greater strength there is in that ecosystem, the better likelihood there is that we're going to be able to help retain the companies, the tech companies that we have working here in Alpharetta, which is good for our citizens because most of, I believe it's the majority of uh, residents of Alpharetta work in the tech sector. And sure. a lot of them are in that tech sector right here in Alpharetta. So anything we can do to help help that tech sector thrive and to preserve and grow more jobs is good for them as well. Well, and in the obviously, and and the stronger the tech sector, the more that helps the non tech sector in a lot of ways, right? The spillover economic effect, but it's more than just jobs, right? So it's it's um, uh, economic value that gets created. That's a little harder to measure. Um, um, I wish we could do a better job at that, but it's hard, admittedly hard, to measure that value. But but technology creates an outsized economic value that industry relative to the number of jobs it creates. It does because it's not just the technology jobs that are created. It's right. the goods and service industry jobs that are created to support those new tech sure. jobs. And we, we use a uh, well-accepted algorithm that says that there's uh, 4.3 new service and goods economy jobs created for every tech job created. So there's the spillover effect. And that's, that's where you really see the economic benefit to all the, the residents of Alpharetta um, as well as to the city. Um, because we're not just creating tech jobs. We're helping to create new goods and service economy jobs. And um, as a matter of fact, to date, using that algorithm and the number of tech jobs that that our own graduates have created here in the city of Alpharetta, um, we have helped create more than 400 tech jobs in the city of Alpharetta. Um, oh, wow. Which is, which is really phenomenal. Excuse me, more, more than 400 tech and, and um, goods and services sector jobs in mm. Alpharetta and, and nearly 1,000 for the state of Georgia. Because wow. some of our graduates, we have a couple graduates that had to move to Atlanta to hire uh, a large number of fresh out of college um, engineers. Mm. And uh, they've created a tremendous number of jobs as well. That's awesome work. Uh, from Karen Cashin, she's the CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Uh, Karen, this has been great. So for those that would like more information, let's, let's, uh, uh, we'll get to contact information in a second, but let's talk about what you have in terms of availability, uh, for startups, uh, uh, here to talk about some of the specific services that you offer. And, uh, I know it goes up and down in terms of office space availability, but talk, Talk a little bit about that. Yes, yes. So, uh, so at our incubator, all of our offices are, are currently occupied, uh, but we also offer hot desk space mm. as well. And um, what we provide to our startups, and we have 55 tech startup members currently, is we have a mentoring program with industry veterans that volunteer their time to work with the startups and, and provide them with guidance and expert advice. Um, we have the educational programs uh, at least once a month, usually several times a month. We have uh, sponsor companies providing office hours in areas like, uh, you know, CPA and tax. We have um, meetups that meet right on site at the center at any given time. There's five or six meetups a month that are tech meetups taking place over there um, and uh, bringing investors on site and uh, just making a lot of connections that, mm -hmm. that are going to help the, those startups to grow. We've also just launched our industry interface program where we're connecting some of our large board uh, 
uh, member enterprise companies with our startups. We've just launched that this quarter. So there's really a lot of advantages to being part of that Tech Alpharetta community. Um, and you also don't have to work on site in our space to be a member. We offer a, a, a program membership as well. That's awesome. Now, uh, for those that have heard something there, they want to follow up on, tell them how to be in touch with you. Yes. Uh, the best way to do that is to go to our website. It's www.techalpharetta.com. And you can send in a, a, a form, a contact form right from the website. And we also have a phone number on the website. You can call to speak with someone directly to get some more information about potential membership. Cool. Karen Cashin, CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, John. Absolutely. Uh, folks, just a reminder, you can listen to this show every Thursday live at 1130. And if you miss any of our shows, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I have yet to be stumped on a podcast platform you can't find us on. Uh, so go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, Overcast. Happens to be my favorite. Uh, but, uh, if you can't, uh, happen to, uh, if you're not a podcast person and just want to listen to us, uh, online, you can go to North Fulton, uh, com. You can also go to alpharettatechtalk.com and find us there. Um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at North Fulton BRX. So for my guest, Karen Cashin, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Alpharetta Tech Talk.